0: Man, you know the fuck they nigga. never play on me, man. <laughs> we love All right, man. Testing, testing, testing. <laughs> fuck it, man. Let's go ahead and get into this shit, man. All right, fucking let's get it. Yes, sir. What's popping with y'all? man? welcome back to another motherfucking episode of the Until Further Notice podcast. I am the flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest host of them all. OG Hatchman, you know the fuck it is, man. What's up with the motherfucking people? Miss episode sixty-one, bro. We slowly but surely. Getting to our goal, man. We're on the grind 100, man. The grind don't stop for a motherfucking soul. Like I said, episode 61, man. Shout out to everybody that's been tapped in since day motherfucking one. Um, Shit, hopefully, y'all out there looking good, feeling good, staying motherfucking me safe, man. It's a whole lot of shit going on in these streets, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. This shit kind of hit home. (laughs) That shit kind of hit home this week, man. I ain't gonna fucking lie. You know, some motherfuckers always got shit going on and shit like that. But as of late, man, I just fucking. Just going through my bank account and shit like that and found that motherfuckers been spitting it up. <laughs> motherfuckers been running up a check on my ass these last couple of days and I ain't even fucking know it, bro. So, yeah, shit feel different when they, when they fucking with your money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's always a bunch of bullshit going on. But once you got to put a, a hold on your account for a while, that shit here a little bit different, dog. <laughs> that shit here a little bit different. No motherfucking me bullshit. Um, hopefully y'all out there looking good, feeling good. Like I said, staying safe, man. Um, I want to say shout out to everybody around the world. You know what I'm saying? Just tap in, join the motherfucking conversation. I truly appreciate that. Shout out to my first time listeners, and my last time listeners, man. It's a lot of shit going on, man. I just, I just want to, uh, I just want to make sure I, I let y'all know that I appreciate the viewership and the listenership because y'all can be doing anything else. You know what I'm saying? With y'all motherfucking me time, so by helping me build this empire brick by brick, it does not go unnoticed. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this shit babe, if I felt that way. Uh, but it's the last show on Doc. I ain't gonna hold you, man. What we got? You got John Jones, you know what I'm saying? Getting arrested. That nigga's the definition of last chance of you. <laughs> He's right there up with up there with Josh Gordon as man. I know I talked that by him last week. John Jones said, no, nigga, hold my beer. <laughs> I can fuck up more times than you, buddy. <laughs> Um, we got Brady versus Belichick, you know what I'm saying? The creation versus the creator. We got to talk about that. That's some of the biggest news in the sports universe right now. Uh, we got the NBA uh, power rankings, you know what I'm saying? Only the, the player rankings, not necessarily the team, just the players. I want to talk about the top five they released. Guy can get to Lakers media day. gonna we'll get to NFL week three review. Get into the few quick hitters right there before we wrap the podcast up, man. Um, This last shot I want to touch on before we let you guys go this week. Um, To be completely honest with you, to be completely motherfucking honest with y'all, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Um, You know, it's no secret. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to this podcast, the things that we talk about, we talk about mental health, we talk about, you know what I'm saying, uh, politics, we talk about pop culture, sports, bad bitches, niggas that owe me money. We talk about all types of shit. <laughs> Nigga I used to play ball with, that's on the nose kind of now. We talk about all types of shit on this podcast, man. Um, But the one thing that I never want to – I never want to get lost in the sauce, is my therapy, you know what I'm saying? And my importance that I stress upon therapy. Now, of course I'm not trying to get on this motherfucker and, and bash motherfucker's heads in with that shit. That's never the motherfucking me, uh, the goal. But I do think it's important for motherfuckers to see a young black man like myself, who's in his mid-20s, who's only 26 years old, who's taking life on, life by the bull you know what I'm saying, <laughs> what motherfuckers be saying. But I think it's important for motherfuckers to see a person like me um, who's proudly, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 who's proudly intertwined with the with the therapy therapy uh world. And I need motherfuckers to see it's people that's like them in their same age group and things of that nature that be doing the same shit they're doing, but also seeking help. Because like I said, I think it's a lot of motherfuckers in our culture in particular that push a lot of their own personal problems to the side. And kind of to the point, we kind of, we we taught, we taught up like that. We brought up like that. We raised like that. That's just kind of how we was always brought up as a people. Uh, We we put our own problems to the side and help other motherfuckers with their problems. And I think it's important for motherfuckers to see a person like myself taking the initiative to say, nah, fuck everybody else. It's time to get me right. It's time to get Hatch right. So I think it's important that I make sure I bring it up on this podcast. Um, The reason why I bring it up now is because I want to go into a little bit inside my therapy session. You know what I'm saying? That I be having with my therapist. i let you guys know recently that I switched over to a, a, a black therapist. Um, I had a white therapist. Shout out to Dr. Hill. He was doing me wonders. But he has some personal shit he had to go through. You know what I'm saying? He had to take care of himself, which I totally understand. And I don't even feel comfortable, you know what I'm saying, disclosing what the fuck I got going on in my personal life when this nigga got some shit going on in his personal life that's 10 times worse. So... um I made the decision to go over and switch over. Come on home, type shit. <laughs> I made the decision to go on, come on, and, um, and be with a black therapist. And when I did that, I started I, immediately. I started to feel the, uh, the the difference. You know what I'm saying? Just talking to somebody that I know can relate to me on a much on a much more personal level. Um, but I wanted to make sure I came on in this week and talked about something that I was discussing in my therapy session. Um. <laughs> And shit kind of crazy when I really think about it. You know, for the most part, a lot of motherfuckers be having to tell me what I got going on for myself. And I never want to make it seem like yeah, nigga, doing it big because I don't feel like I'm doing it big. I got bills upon bills, nigga. <laughs> Bill is whooping my ass. <laughs> right hook, left hook. <laughs> um, but people have to tell me what I've accomplished in life. Um you know what I'm saying? With well, being like I said my mid-20s, no kids, and nothing like that. So I've traveled the world. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to make it seem like I'm on my motherfucking Christopher for Columbia shit. You know what I'm saying? Minus the violence. <laughs> um, but I've traveled the world, I've been places, I've seen things, I've done things that I never would have thought I've done, I would have done growing up. You know, it was never a thought of mine, and that's why I tell a lot of people get out of the loop because that's when you would start to experience these type of things because you would see, I'm just a normal ass nigga, like yeah, I'm the same hash from. From the from the loo, I'm the same hash from, from from playing ball. I'm the same hash from hanging out. I'm the same hash that was jumping out third story windows with the with the homeboys, thinking the boys just running up in the dorm room. I'm the same nigga. <laughs> I'm still him. Type shit. I'm Kevin Gates. I'm him. <laughs> um, but that's why I say people get out the loo because then you just find yourself doing shit you ain't even think you would be doing. Like you wouldn't. You don't look at certain shit as accomplishments because it starts becoming everyday life. And like I said, I'm not bored on no, on no means, trust me. But when it comes to being college educated, having a nice ass car, having a nice ass place that I pay my bills on, um, being able to travel the world, being able to do what the fuck I want, do what the fuck I please, and be comfortable as fucking my living. A lot of people strive for that shit. And quite honestly, I never look at it like that because I'm never in the moment. And when I was talking to my therapist, fam, and I may be all over the place with this shit because that's just how I talk, you know what I'm saying? Weed was indulged, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The the weed is in the air over here, but I'm never in the moment, you know what I mean? And the thing about the thing about I say a lot of people probably, and I speak for myself why I be why I fall into my anxiety and depression and shit like that is because. I don't, necessarily, I don't necessarily love myself. And that's kind of where I want to take this. Maybe everything I said before this was a bunch of bullshit, and y'all, listen, y'all probably sitting there like, Hatch, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> but I, I I wanted to get to this, to the point of be, motherfuckers not loving themselves. self. In my own personal experience, fam, I cannot remember how many times I sat back and told myself that I love myself. I, I can't remember how many times I sat back and and just basting all my motherfucking glory type shit. You know how you watching the movie and the motherfucker, the villain to come on there or somebody in the movie just be so, just so into theyself. That's where it's like, damn nigga, <laughs> get off your own day <laughs> type shit. But I've never had those moments. And it, it dawned upon me when i when, when I'm sitting back and I'm. And everybody's telling me how good of a job I'm doing, how much of an inspiration I be laying down in motherfuckers and shit like that. If you ask me about Hatch, I don't think I'm a dope nigga like that. I don't think I'm the best nigga like that. I don't think I'm the best homeboy, the best brother, the best son, the best nephew, the best grandchild. I don't think I'm that guy. But if you hear from other people, they'll tell you different. And I think the reason why I don't see myself in those eyes is because, honestly, bro, I can't tell you that I love myself. I spend so much time trying to Put love upon other people to make sure my mama feel love, to make sure my little brother feel love, to make sure my inner, my, my old family feel love for me. That I've never really sat back and took the time to actually love myself. And maybe I'd be all fucked up. Maybe that's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> maybe that's the reason exactly why I'm in therapy. But I want to ask the friends of the show is, do you love yourself, fam? And really think about that before you say that. And I ain't sitting there talking about is you at home. You know what I'm saying? Razor blading it up. Nah, that shit ain't going down in Hatch's world. <laughs> it's never that. But how many times have you actually sat back and I mean sat back and actually just praised yourself? Like not even on some super cocky shit, but like, damn, man, I love this about myself. Like, motherfuckers, the, the therapist had me write a motherfucking me a, a gratitude list. The shit I'm grateful for. Nothing had to do with me. None of this shit had to do with anything inner. The inner inner doings would hatch. It didn't. It didn't. Motherfucker, I had the NBA on that, motherfucker. I'm grateful for the league, nigga. (laughs) I'm grateful for Braun. Nigga, what the fuck is you talking about, Doc? (laughs) But it was like, I didn't notice that until he pointed that out. Like, oh, fam, you ain't even got shit on her about you. Like, you ain't even got shit on her about about the, the dope shit about yourself. And it's like, my nigga, because I don't even look at it like myself. Like, I don't even, I'm so, I'm such a small blimp on my own fucking radar. And that shit is crazy. And I'll be thinking, like, Man, is, is it me trying to be tough? <laughs> is it me just trying to help motherfuckers out? Is it me just not being caught up in the moment? Is that the right way to think? Is that the wrong way to think? Like, when is it the right and when is it the wrong type shit? And I'm like, I can't be the only motherfucker going through this. It's not, to me, it's not even about a gender, it's not even about a gender thing for real. It's just about a, a, a person type thing. I don't even want to make it a race type thing because it's like how many people sit there and actually just tell themselves that they love themselves? When people be going through depression and anxiety, like do motherfuckers really think about the love they got for themselves? Or because we always seeking out the love and, and the support that we want from others? That's what I be doing. You know what I'm saying? So I be like, damn, how many motherfuckers really just sit back and just tell us they love themselves? Like, now nah, no cocky shit, no arrogant shit, none of that shit. But just looking in the mirror and being proud of the person that you see, and, and 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 appreciating the shit that you went through, the grind that you actually had to go through. Like, how many people do that shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I said, maybe this is just high hash. You know what I'm saying? Talking shit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe this is like. Maybe this is the reason why I'm in third. Conclusion. Not to well, I've come to the conclusion that so far in my life, bro, I haven't loved myself. So that's why motherfucking me, my 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 view on life is so motherfucking me gloomy all the time. Because nigga, I'm coming viewing it from a hurt nigga's eyes <laughs> type shit. I'm viewing it from a nigga who don't even love self How can the motherfucker that don't love self love others? How can the motherfucker that don't love self be happy all the time? It don't work. One plus one don't equal three. It don't. Well, not in this multiverse. <laughs> But it's like, that's like real shit. And I think a lot of people probably don't even think about it like that because they probably think, nigga, yeah, I love myself, nigga. Nigga, I'm dope as fuck. I love me. I look good. I, I dress good. That shit is, I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about making sure you look fly and all that shit, knowing your Instagram pics and shit look good. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about keeping the fresh cut. I ain't talking about keeping your hair dead. I ain't talking about none of that shit. I'm talking about on the inside, fam. Do you actually love yourself? Do you actually cherish the grind that you went through? Do you actually motherfucking me build yourself up in your lowest times? Like, do motherfuckers really do that? And I'm not saying if you don't do that, then you don't love yourself. But it's just the overall question. Like, should the, I got on the screen. What is loving yourself? As a nigga who's, who's, who identify his problem that he don't love himself as, as much as he should. Or he hasn't, or I haven't been, uh, 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 I haven't put the necessary effort into loving myself the way I should. I need to know what is that? What 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 does it look like? You know what I'm saying? Because it's a motherfucker that's dark down and gloomy I'm trying to change that shit, yo. <laughs> like, motherfuckers is trying to change. So if motherfuckers got the answers, the friends of the show, if y'all got the answers, hey, give them to me. I ain't got a problem learning new information. You know what I'm saying? But I know it's like as I go through this journey of healing myself, you know what I'm saying, and, and seeking help and getting help and getting better in life. It's only right, you know what I'm saying, that that I come on this motherfucker and give it to y'all, get y'all the same game, get y'all some advice that I just got. At first, it was just me getting the game and waiting for my little brother to go through some shit, and I. You know, Scotty, you know what I'm saying, Magic Johnson to pass over to his ass, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like, nah, it, it, it's my duty to come in this motherfucker. And once I get the gift to Gab to give it to y'all for the freebie, like, I ain't paying for these sessions anyway. <laughs> I ain't even paying for the session. So <laughs> if I get free game, I ain't gonna charge you for it, my boy. I ain't that motherfucking be shisty. <laughs> Real shit. I'm um, moving on, man. <laughs> That was a long drawn, not a soliloquy, by the way. Um, but moving on, let's go ahead and get into John Jones, man. We got to get into John Jones. I'm gonna keep it light this week, man, because last week was a little, a little lengthy yeah, for my own liking. we to get to John Jones, I think it ties in perfectly with my question of motherfuckers loving themselves. You know, when it comes to <laughs> John Jones, man, phenomenal athlete. Legend is on right when it comes to UFC. You can't really call him the GOAT because of all the off the out, out the octagon shit he done did. Motherfuckers don't even call him the GOAT because of that shit alone. But on resume basis, John Jones is pretty much the GOAT when it comes to UFC. And everybody know me. I'm a huge UFC fan, man. This is, this is what I do. I love the UFC. I, I, I even I think about joining the shit. I have dreams about me joint doing, doing the shit. I be testing my homeboys all the time. Like, nigga, I want Francis. <laughs> I will be <beat> Francis' ass. <laughs> nigga, knock my fucking head off. <laughs> but niggas know I love the UFC. Second favorite sport after uh, basketball. Seven, second favorite league, I should say, because UFC is not a sport. Second favorite league after the NBA, I should say. When it comes to John Jones. And I just like it, I just explained to y'all how motherfuckers think Hatch is living in life. Hatch got it made. Hatch doing everything he wanna do. Hatch doing everything that motherfuckers say they want to do. True. But when you're talking about John Jones, that's that's amplified and, amplified and multiplied by a thousand. Niggas a millionaire, niggas the GOAT stats in his in, in his own sport. Niggas that guy. But he can't get out of trouble. And when it comes to motherfucker's abusing drugs out of his own mouth, and I, I smoke weed, so I ain't saying drugs. I'm talking about, like, hardcore drugs, my G. When it comes to motherfuckers consistently doing that, consistently doing fuck-ups, hitting runs, and the whole bunch of shit. If you know the John Jones story, just go on Wikipedia, my nigga. It, it, they not lying. <laughs> but when it comes to John Jones, that's a pure example of a motherfucker who's not loving himself properly. Everybody always blaming on demons. I got demons, nigga. Yeah, I got hear you. But where is the proper love for thyself? Because the proper love, if, if John to me, the proper love for John Jones loving himself would not be continuously put itself in these situations. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the game that's coming up, man. Brady versus Belichick. B- uh, Buccaneers versus the motherfucking me Patriots, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I'm am. I'm pumped for this motherfucking game, bro. You got Brady versus Belichick, the creation versus the creator type shit. The NFL version of Tim Duncan and Greg Popovich type shit. <laughs> I'm pumped, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been watching little mic'd up shits on uh videos on YouTube about them detailing the, the critical moments of, they, uh, of their career with each other. I'm pumped. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I think this is gonna be the biggest game, regular season game of the year. Um, I honestly do, you know what i saying? Because I just think the component, everything that, that's, that comes with it, Brady versus Belichick, you know what I'm saying? A, a legend playing against their former team. Niggas are still waiting on Belichick to win without Brady. Braden already proved he can do it without that nigga. So it's like, I, I'm really pumped for that just to see how it plays out. I love seeing the the, the media, you know what I'm saying, come up with their they, they narratives and stuff like that. And, I just love to see it, and I want to see how, how it gets handled. I want to see how it all unfolds on that gridiron. And quite honestly, you know, so I, I I looked at the mic'd up shit, like I just mentioned, and it shed a lot of light on the, the relationship between Brady and Belichick because I think it gets misconstrued. I think the way they played in the media is that Belichick treated Brady like an uh, illiti- illegitimate motherfucking me son or some shit, stepchild or some shit. When I just think they was focused on winning. I think he's just a focused motherfucker on winning. He's not kissing nobody's ass. Now, do I think he's praising uh, Brady and, 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 you know what I'm saying, and greatness and praising him and his showers and all that stuff? Hell no. Showered him with greatness? Fuck now. I don't think that's Bill Belcher. You can look at him and tell us he's not that type of nigga. But I do think the respect was there. I just think the, the shit ran his course. Nigga was with that man for it's 20 years. Shit ran his course, you know what I'm saying? So. I think it played out the way it should play out, how all fucking successful relationships should play out. The creation should outlive the creator. The creation should be able to go on to continue to do great things without the creator. That's how this shit's supposed to work. It's just that Bill Belichick is in one of those rare positions that he can win a championship five, six years from now and still be able to say he won a championship without Tom Brady, post-Tom Brady era. He's just in a rare position. He can still make up for that shit. If not now, then years down the line. But I think this shit played out exactly how it was supposed to. You got people talking about it that Belichick make a mistake letting Tom Brady leave and not pan. I don't think he did, fam. I think it just it it was what it was type shit. I think niggas knew that the Patriots didn't have the talent, the talent to on, on the roster. They, they, they wasn't known for spending bread like that. Tom Brady had to go. He not at the age of his career. He had to stage his career, I should say, to where he should be the overwhelming best player on the field. Hell no. He's not leading the team by himself to that shit. He need niggas to do their job and do their job well. <laughs> and when you look at the roster, it, 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 it was no shock that if he wanted to continue to play, that he was going to lead the Patriots. He went to a fucking dream team, there. Look at the names on the Buccaneers roster, fam. It's fucking phenomenal. It's going to be one of those teams, like I told y'all months ago, that we're going to look back and be like, yo, these niggas were stacked. So it was a no-brainer. Now, is there other reasons why he left? Sure, maybe. Who gives a fuck? But the facts are they had a better team. They had a better situation. So it it, it doesn't shock me that Tom Brady is still being Tom Brady. And motherfuckers can't take away Belichick being a good coach, but motherfuckers want to see how they interact with each other because people don't people don't see them interact on a normal basis. Them niggas ain't played each other since, so I think it's he ain't been to Foxborough since. So I think that's the part that everybody's looking for. But the the overall on a personal level, I don't think it's going to be as big as motherfuckers think it's going to be. I really don't because neither one will Belichick, especially. Is not known for expressing emotion. Definitely not on, on, on Sundays. Not on Sunday, Monday, or Thursday. You better catch that nigga doing a fucking uh, a subway commercial or some shit. But that's it. You ain't getting Bell Check emotions. It's gonna be he gonna treat like another another fucking game. And Tom Brady already pumping that. He, he gonna treat like another game just because it's not a farewell. It's not a. It's not. It's not Tom Brady last hoorah. It ain't none of that shit. I think it's just going to be a normal fucking game for them two just because they so fucking locked in and so different. They built different. I don't think they're going to let that shit get to them because I don't think it was it was as personal as everybody's making it out to be. I just think it, it came down to talent versus no talent. New England versus t- uh, fucking Florida. <laughs> I just think it, it really came down to that. So I, 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 I hope the game lives up to – the stand that I'm putting on is, is it being the biggest game of the year? I hope I hope it's done up right. I hope the the drama is there. Hope they got the motherfucking little, you know, the, the, the nice little segments, to lead up to commercial. All that shit is done properly. I hope all that shit is done phenomenal because this this deserves that. This is the closest thing you get to a a, a, fair, a Kobe farewell tour. You know, I'm saying a legend having this a Dirk farewell tour, a D-Wave farewell tour. This is probably the closest thing you're gonna get to that besides a nigga just announcing that he leaving on some shit. This is, this is something the NFL had time to plan for. That motherfuckers got circled on their calendar. All types of shit. I hope this is done, up, it's done well from a, from a production standpoint and an overall dramatic standpoint. I hope that the game comes down to a field goal or some shit. I just want this to live up to that. To be a game that we actually remember. Not the Brady Belichick. I want this to just live up to Overall game and motherfuckers remember that the Mac Jones era started and motherfuckers can go on about that day because until then, you got you got them niggas looking in shambles over there ever since Tom Brady left. So I think this week it should be the, the, the beginning of new storylines and everything of that nature, man. So I'm just I'm I'm ready, but I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm pumped as fuck for this bullshit. <laughs> I ain't gonna fucking fake it. Um moving on, man. Let's go ahead and get into these motherfucking me power rankers, man. Let's get into this. Let's get into the NBA, bro. They, the ranking they released their top five players in the NBA. Now, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I got a huge problem with the top five. They came up with this whole 100 list. I don't give a fuck about 100 niggas in the NBA, but I'm going to be honest with you. I will talk about the top 10, but everything is pretty much how it's supposed to be. The, the 10 niggas in the top 10 should be in the top 10. Now, it was, it was, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of, you know what I'm saying, hoopla about the order of this top five. I don't really know. You know what I'm saying? It started off with KD at number one. You got Giannis at two, LeBron at three, Luka Doncic at four, and Steph Curry at five. Now, <laughs> obviously, you got the LeBron stand still saying LeBron's number one player in the league. You got the KD lover saying, that, nah, nigga, KD done finally took the torch and he on his way. You got you got motherfuckers who just appreciate winning and like to crown the champion of the best player in the world. Saying Yance is the best player in the world uh, should be the number one spot. Me personally, the the best player in the world to me, and, and until I see at this upcoming season, he just ain't got it no more. At the top of their game, all healthy, 100% at, in in P position of the season, the best player in the league is still LeBron James, fam. And I'm not saying it because I'm a Lakers fan. I'm not saying it because I need this nigga to be good. No, not none of that shit. I'm ready for AD to be the best player in the fucking world. The best player in the Lakers, at least. But when it comes to LeBron, there's no one else that can control the game, the outcome of the game like LeBron. It's just nobody else in the league that does that. I mean, yeah, Chris Paul could do it, but it's still not the same because it's still a miniature dynamo. He gonna pull a hamstring sooner or later. You know what I'm saying? Well, LeBron, he slows that bitch down. He, he put niggas in spots. He, he do all that good shit, and he's still gonna be a, a, a bucket when you need him to be a bucket. Now, The gap between Kevin Durant and LeBron is not as big as it used to be simply because LeBron's getting older and LeBron's, he's taking his foot off the pedal more and more. But the gap between LeBron and KD is still, is, is is still bigger than the gap between Giannis and KD because at a certain point in time, you have to acknowledge the simple fact that Giannis is dead. He did what. KD and LeBron couldn't do. That nigga stayed packed and won a championship without going to go join niggas. He did that. I got to respect the fact that he went and did that. So with him doing what he just did by beating Kevin Durant as well, I can see niggas putting him over Kevin uh, over KD, Giannis over KD. You talking strictly basketball then skill and, and talent offensively? You would never put Giannis over KD, but the actual ranking, I would, I-, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be offended if niggas had Giannis over Kevin Durant. It all comes down to me, the whole Luca over Steph Curry. To me, it just feel like Luca took James Harden's spot. I always said Luca was like the white James Harden. He was doing the same shit, step back crazy, run the, the ball. Offense is me, nigga. Give me the ball. Five out, give me a pick-and-roll with a, a sub-part bid. That, that's Luca. that's James Hart. But I think he had James Harden that, what, 10 or some shit like that, and Luca had four. I think, really, ever since he went to Brooklyn, they just swapped them niggas. They, they literally just swapped positions. He, you take his rank and he take yours. I don't know if I'm going to put Luca over Steph Curry. I'm not mad at him being in, in, in five. I don't know if he'd be my fourth option over Steph Curry just because I don't think Steph's not a system. Steph's not the system, but he's a big fucking piece of that motherfucker. The system is to get him open. I don't think he could create like Luka. No, he's not not built like that. But I I think motherfuckers sleep on what he actually brings to the table. And what, how, how he actually impacts the fucking defensive scheme? Well, Luca, you still saying just get physical with Luca? You ain't saying that shit with Steph no more. Like you can't even catch Steph. You can't even catch up to him to get physical with Steph. I don't think niggas actually appreciate what they really seeing from Steph because it's not like every other NBA player. Every other NBA starting league, you see why they getting all their stats. Niggas got the ball the whole time. Them niggas is, is dribbling the ball out the air. LeBron do it. Kawhi do it. Paul George do it. Russell Westbrook do it. Luka do it. James Harden do it. KD do it more than Steph. Kyrie do it. Steph, catch and shoot that bitch. He going gonna dribble, 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 drop to the lane and lay that bitch up. Float game crazy. <laughs> but it's catch and shoot, catch and shoot, catch it, off picks, off pick, off screen and roll. You know what I'm saying? DHR. It's, it's all that shit. It's all DH, dribble hand, all types of shit. It's like, I don't know if I could put Luca over him. So my top five, I don't have a problem with the order. I got LeBron at one. I would put KD over, over uh Giannis just because I know what KD could do with a bucket. Um, but it's definitely a close ass two and three between KD and Giannis. And Steph Curry and Luka Doncic. Now coming to the season, motherfuckers wanna say KD is better than LeBron. He should be. LeBron 20 years into this motherfucker. LeBron's old as fuck now. If you're not bad on LeBron by now, it, that, that says a lot about how good LeBron is or just how, how whack you truly are compared to that man. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised that that motherfuckers got got KD at number one, bro. He coming up, he, he's he, he's the guy of the hour. He, he's he's truly the man of the hour right now. He, it, it's just the way he came back from that Achilles. That 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 got a lot of motherfuckers happy. And they know and they know he should only get better next year. So I think I think that's truly what it is. Niggas know that he should be better even better next year. But I don't really think it's gonna be that much of a difference. I think the KD you saw this year is the KD you are gonna see next year, especially with the the talent they got on their team. It's he can only be so efficient, type shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not. I'm not mad about the top five. I would just not put Luca over Steph Curry, bro. In, in all, in all seriousness. Um, moving on. Let's get into the media day real fast, man. If we wrap this shit up, Lakers media day went through. You know, so they had their first day of training camp today. Um, it's one thing to see the names on a piece of paper. When you see them niggas in pictures together and and and, and stand next to each other with the purple and gold on. Bro, it's finna be scary hours, but I don't know what niggas was thinking. I don't know. Nothing. I, don't, I don't understand what motherfuckers was mad about, what motherfuckers talking about, that old shit. These niggas look like they finna take the league over. I gotta be honest. We know what LeBron and AD can do. We know what LeBron, AD, and Rondo and Dwight Howard can do with each other. You throw in Carmelo Anthony, Russell Westbrook, Trevor, Reza, DeAndre, Jordan, Kent, Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn. Malik Monk, we still got THT. Like, it comes a certain point in time where niggas gotta give props what props is due and be like, these niggas is scary. It's too many Hall of Famers on this team for this team not to win a chip. It's too many Hall of Famers on this team for this team not to be the favorite. Especially when you consider that Brooklyn only played. Nine or ten games with each other, considering the fact that already the Lakers has shown much more team chemistry and team and, and teams uh, uh, um, and, and just an overall come together. It's about playing with each other and taking the season serious, right? More than the Nets have already. I ain't heard the Nets going nowhere and doing no team bonding shit. I ain't seen no niggas going to Vegas. They in San Diego right now doing their training camp, so I guess. But we know the only reason why they out there is because Kyrie can't practice with niggas right now in instead of New York. That's the only reason why they are in San Diego. So when, they, when you consider the fact that this team on paper looked amazing, when you consider the fact that when you see these niggas, and you see how how much, how much good a shape they are, when you see these niggas, and all these niggas talking about sacrifice, and all these niggas talking about Doing well for the next man? Fam. It's over for niggas. LeBron coming back. He pissed off. Niggas, niggas think he, he washed the fuck up. He ain't getting no votes for being the best player in the league. You got motherfucking me. niggas thinking AD fucking brittle. Niggas think AD chopped fucking cheese. He mince meat out there. He, he came back bulky. Dwight Howard back. Rondo back. And we got fucking Russell Westbrook. But I don't think niggas understand what's really about to happen. Like, I'm not even, I've been trying to keep it cool. Cause I like, I like, I like just proving niggas the fuck wrong. But I don't think niggas understand what's truly about to happen in this NBA season. I don't think niggas to be low managing the way niggas be saying that. They said the same shit in 2020 season. This team is so motherfucking deep that the niggas can play hard all year long. And blow niggas the fuck out and, and 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 rest during the games. The same shit we did in 2020 season. The same shit we was doing last year until niggas started getting hurt. The same shit we was doing. I don't think niggas finna be sitting out games like that. I don't think it's finna be none of that shit. I think niggas is finna turn the fuck up because at any point in time they gonna have one, two, if not one of the best players on the court at all times. The only time, only team that's gonna be a debate against. Is the Brooklyn Nets? That's it. Ain't no, there, there's no other team in the league, in the fucking league, with star power the way Lakers got star power. Not even that deep. There's you're the, not even talking about just Lebron. When you you can throw Lebron out the mix, nigga, we got Russell Westbrook, and then you got Anthony fucking Davis. Who I think is gonna have a, a fucking I only want to say breakout year because Anthony Davis is Anthony fucking Davis, but I think he finna had a year that motherfuckers expect him to have. Last year, that shit finna happen this year. I think Anthony Davis finna be defensive player of the year. I think he's gonna be the motherfucker in the running for MVP because his team is built around Anthony Davis. It just is. You can look at the roster; team is built around AD. LeBron is just the outlier. Everything else is is, is there. Anthony Davis to be successful as fuck. You went and got the big, so he ain't got to bang around even though he's going to be at the five, but it's, it's still, you went and got him two other uh, high-flying bigs who if he do get double he can just drop that bitch off for the easy lob or he can go fucking uh, help defense with them niggas. You bring in Russell to help uh, pick up the pace and throw him lobs, because Dennis Schroeder only threw one fucking lob to Anthony Davis in the entire fucking season. I don't even know how that's fucking possible. But you got a you got Russ there to bring up the uh, bring up the tempo and also to keep a fucking dog in the fucking backyard with AD. He gonna be the reason why AD shit no niggas all fucking year. All is the shit he the shit he gonna be talking to get AD pumped. It's gonna be over for niggas. The amount of dunks this team gonna have is fucking crazy. When you go from LeBron, Russ, AD, Dwight Howard, DeAndre motherfucking Jordan. Oh my fucking god. The, the the dunks this year is gonna be I, oh my fucking guy it's gonna be fucking phenomenal, nigga. The pain is gonna be on lock. I'm I'm so pumped for this NBA season because niggas been talking shit. Nigga niggas been talking shit, honestly. And I'm ready for this motherfucking season. I truly motherfucking am. Um moving on, man. Let's get into this shit so we can get the fuck up out of this motherfucker, man. Let's wrap this shit up real fast. Uh, NFL Week Three key games, bro. You have to motherfucking me Rams defeat the Buccaneers, but that was that game went. That game did not go how motherfuckers thought it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna be a much closer game. We had news about AB being hurt prior to the motherfucking game, so that was already a blow. But the Rams was hitting hard as a motherfucker, boy. They was hit. They fucked Gronk up. They fucked the running back up. They was just hitting niggas out the motherfucking park on that during that game, dog. It was scary hours. But it was a damn good game. It was just a one-sided game after a while. Matthew Stafford looking like a fucking problem for real, for real. They beat the Buccaneers 34-24. Um, you had the Chargers beating the Chiefs, which I didn't see happening. The Chiefs ain't been looking right, man. They really should be 0-3, but they won two right now after they lost to the Chiefs. I mean, at the loss of the Chargers, I mean, um, Justin Herbert. He he looking like every bit of the player that everybody was saying that he was, man. Uh, they ended up beating them 30-24. Um, the game that really took place. That really took my eyes. The Packers versus the 49ers, bro. Uh last last fucking 37 seconds of the game, I remember. Uh, I think that was what was on the clock, 37 seconds. Aaron Rodgers game-winning drive, took the niggas down, got the field goal. That was that was one of those games that that if you was betting on that game, <laughs> I know that motherfucker kept you up all motherfucking night. You was that was one of those games that you're gonna be really fucking mad or you gonna be really motherfucking me happy, man. So that was one of those games that. I felt it had to be a key game that everybody was, was, was fucking waiting on because I know a lot of people that was betting on that shit. I know my homeboy especially was betting on that shit. And I know it's fucking hard with rushing them the last 37 seconds. So um, Aaron Rodgers trying to bounce back. They started off on hella horrible in that first game. But I didn't want to overreact because I had a feeling that Aaron Rodgers going to be back to Aaron Rodgers' things. That schedule that they got is weak as fuck. That division that they in is weak as fuck. But they bounced back and, and came back and had a game-winning drop against the 49ers. And I'm fucking 30 to 28, man. Um like I said, coming up this week in the NFL, but wait on that Brady and Belichick. That's the biggest game that niggas is waiting on, to be honest with you. That's the shit that got niggas talking. That's the shit that's gonna be barber shop talk for the for uh the, the days leading up and the days following. Um we'll be down this motherfucker real fast on the quick header tip, bro. Quick hitter right fast. Um, oh the NBA, bro, they announced that niggas that's gonna be sitting out. Um, the games they, they be missing during the COVID situation, like I talked about, the new mandate in San Francisco and in motherfucking uh, uh, New York. The players that miss games due to that COVID mandate will not be getting paid. So, players that's not vaccinated that got missed games, you will not be getting paid. I think motherfuckers gonna be going to get vaccinated. I think the league is already over 90% vaccinated, they're gonna be trying to get that close to 100%, obviously. But now niggas know nigga they're going to be missing checks they not playing, niggas going to go get that vaccine, bro. It, it, when you start talking about niggas, talking about uh, fucking with niggas' money, niggas go get that vaccine, bro. That, that's really all it fucking takes. Um, but that's all I really have for quick hitters, bro. We finna get the fucking of man. I got a lot of shit going on. Niggas fucking my bank account, all types of shit, man. <laughs> um, I want to say shit, Shouts everybody, man, it's tapped in, joining the motherfucking conversation, man. I truly appreciate that shit, man. Uh, you tapped into all platforms, man. I've listened to the podcast, man. Audio version or visual on YouTube channel, the Until FM YouTube channel, man. Go and subscribe, drop a comment, leave a like, ring that bell, all that good shit. Um, Wherever you listen to the podcast, that man, rate, review, subscribe to that pod uh, to that platform as well with the podcast, man. I truly appreciate that. Let's keep building this empire, brick by motherfucking brick. Um, and shit, man. You know how, how I give it up, man. It's all of these ways, fam. Never let them sidetrack you with the bullshit. Always keep the main thing the main thing. Stay safe. Stay sharp. Stay sane. And I'll catch y'all next week, man. We out this motherfucker. Peace.